Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Sino Eva here. Let's get right down to it, starting with the Dia de los Muertos three-way match as Penta El Zero Miedo defeated El Hield of Kengo and Commander. QTV were seen watching from the back for this match, at which, at nobody's surprise, ended up using every Lucha movie you can think of, with the finish being Penta hitting the Fear Factor to Commander on top of Kengo to get the win. Alex Marvez was with Jeff Jarrett and his family as Sonjay Dutt says Ortiz turned down their offer to join them, but they don't need him as Jay Lethal is going to become the Ring of Honor World Champion. Ortiz walks in and says that it sounds like somebody is talking about them, but he'll deal with them next week. The Guns defeated Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel in a short outing with the Guns hitting Seidel with the 310 to Yuma out of nowhere as Austin Gunn gets the pen. RJ City's in the back and keys up the return of Danhausen, but Danhausen apologizes and says that he's made a mistake and he'll return next week instead. Soraya and Ruby Soho are in the back as Ruby says that ever since Tony Storm left the Outcast, they have been in a downward spiral, but Soraya says that she's the biggest star of the Outcast and tells Ruby she wouldn't even be on TV if it wasn't for her, but apologizes and calls her a kid as Ruby says she's older than you. Angela Parker walks in and offers to fix Ruby's hair, but she tells them to not even think about it. Matt Menard walks in and asks what's going on between him and Ruby and starts yelling at Parker for not using the bat on Jericho and saying that he doesn't have the dog in it. Parker says that maybe not everybody is as frustrated as Menard and says that he's going to go be a friend to Daniel Garcia. I agree, Menard. You need to take a chill, Bill. Sky Blue defeated Marina Shafir. Very competitive back and forth. Match would even included Blue biting Shafir to get her off, followed by the code Blue for the pen. In the main event, Daniel Garcia defeated Trent Beretta. Good matchup ending. Uh, the ending saw Garcia do the dance, hit the pile driver, followed by a flurry of strikes, and then once Beretta kicked out, he put on the crossface right away to make Beretta tap out. Garcia gets on the mic and says it's been six months since Garcia has had a singles match in AEW. Really? It's been that long? Wow. And says that he has a fetish for gold and called out MGF for a title shot, which did take place on that week's Dynamite. Garcia came, uh, came short on calling himself one of the best professional wrestlers in the world before saying sports entertainer, but as we saw, he has proclaimed himself a professional wrestler again. We go to Impact Wrestling. So these were matches that were taped as part of the UK Invasion Tour, and this is the night one in Glasgow, Scotland, the uh, first time Impact has been in the UK in a long, long time. And this was also taped and shown the night before Turning Point, which if you want to find out what happened on that show, I do have a report on PolishWrestling.com. We start with the finals of the Glasgow Cup Tournament. As Joe Henry takes on Frank Xarian, they showed that earlier in the nights of, um, not on the show itself, but on the tapings. Joe Henry had defeated Rich Swan to advance as Frank Xarian had beat Leon Slater. But this match was good back and forth until the end where Henry was able to hold on to the roll-up for the win. And then Scott Demore handed the Glasgow Cup to Henry after. Deanna Peraza, Brian Myers, and Moose defeated Subculture. This is a fun match with a lot of intergender spots. Moose was able to hit a spear on Mark Andrews for the pin and the win. Grado defeated Trey Miguel. This is Grado's first match in Impact since 2018. Grado started having the fans deliver chops to Miguel ringside during this, and Grado was able to catch Miguel with the reboot to get the pin. Trinity defeated local wrestler Emerson Jane in the non-title match here after hitting her full Nelson driver into the roll-up for the pin. And in the main event, he, uh, the Motor City Machine Guns defeated Eric Young and Josh Daniels in a fun 20-minute main event here, where Saban hit the Cradle Shock and Alexander to get the pin and the win. A little surprising here. You would think that Eric Young would get the would get pinned here, but um, it looks like they're trying to keep him strong here, and uh, maybe possibly push Saban a little bit, getting the pen over Alexander. But yeah, this show was uh, pretty much just a couple of matches, nothing really too crazy as far as stories go, um, as that will be next week when they return back to their regular type of tapings. Ring of Honor on Honor Club. The show starts with Stokely Hathaway in the back and says that Eddie Kingston has been suspended for putting his hands on him, and he was fearing for his life. And if he puts his hands on him again, he will be fired. Um, this is the one of 
many like references to what's been going on with CM Punk. He had the whole thing with the the real glass and people using certain lines with the Young Bucks and John Moxley. And this is just another case here that might have slipped in the radar with Stokely Hathaway uh, saying that he's fearing for his life here. The Righteous defeated Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel. Big plug on commentary for Final Battle being available in Honor Club as Caprice Coleman kept trying to find the loopholes in this, but Ian Recabani assured him that it's free as long as you have a subscription to Honor Club. Vincent gets the pin on Daniels after hitting the Autumn Sunshine off of Dutch. Ethan Page was backstage. He was pissed at them screwing him over, um, talking about Tony Nese and uh, Mark Sterling last week. And uh, since tonight's match with Josh Woods, he's just going to imagine that it's Woods, that Woods is playing the part of Nice here. Layla Hirsch defeated Robin Renegade rather quickly by submission with the cross arm breaker, but Charlotte Renegade runs in after and starts attacking Hirsch with Robin as Rachel Ellering runs after the save, but Hirsch ends up pushing her off as she does not want her help. Darius Martin defeated Lee Moriarty, very good match here, and winning with a frog splash to the back of Moriarty for the pen. Josh Woods defeated Ethan Page uh, as Ethan Page's uh, loss streak continues here. This match was good until the end where Mark Sterling gets a distracted referee and Tony Nese runs in and reverses the small package that Page had on so Woods would get the win instead. We have a four-way match here as Angelico defeated Slim J, Gringo Loco, and Metalik getting a fast and fun four-way, where Angelico trapped up Slim J to get the pin. We go backstage to Sanjay Dutt, who talks about Jay Lethal going after the Ring of Honor World Championship and comparing him to Eddie Kingston, but calling Kingston a garbage wrestler. Stokely walks in, and Sanjay tells him that Jay Lethal is old a title shot. Stokely starts making excuses before eventually walking away. Rachel Ellering defeated Little Mean Kathleen, a.k.a. LMK here, pretty dominantly after hitting the Boss Woman Slam. We have a four-corner tag team survival match as the Gates of Agony defeated the Infantry, Iron Savages, and Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth of the Wingmen. This was funny as the Wingmen came out first and they kept trying to say something on the microphone, but every team, uh, all three teams kept coming out with their music and interrupting them and they never got to say what they wanted to say. Maybe they were going to say what happened to Cesar Bononi or um, why JD Drake is not with them anymore. We know he's part of the Workhorsemen here, but it looks like the Workhorsemen, I'm sorry, the, the Wingmen have now become a two-man tandem. Pretty fun match here with all four teams as the Gates of Agony and Avalon with a double choke slam as Bishop Khan gets the pin. Action Andretti defeated Nick Camarado and Lee Johnson in a triple threat match. The whole match, the fans just kept chanting for their own side, saying this side's better than your side, things like that. Definitely not invested in the match. But who was invested was Shane Taylor, who was watching from the back. Not sure if he's watching Lee Johnson, if he's watching Action Andretti. Commentary says maybe he's watching Nick Camarado. But the ending comes when Andretti stops Camarado with a dropkick from the top as he was carrying Johnson on his back, followed by a roll-up to get the win. Kara Hogan defeated Charlotte Renegade after hitting the Fisher Woman suplex. Backstage, Layla Hirsch tells Rachel Ellering that she didn't need her help. Rachel says that Maria wasn't there to help her, so Layla says that she will be soon. Rachel says she was trying to do the honorable thing, as Layla says she was wrong. So the story here is that Maria offered her help, but she wasn't there to help her. But she is in the next match, as the Dalton Castle, the boys, and Gravity defeated the workhorsemen Cole Carter and Griff Garrison in an eight-man tag match. Gravity even comes out wearing one of the boys' peacock's mask and holds it, uh, has it on throughout the entire match. And in a fun spot here, as Castle, when he usually tosses his boys to the outside for dives, Gravity was so excited to be able to be tossed as well, in which he was. Castle followed this with the bangerang on the much bigger J.D. Drake to get the win. And in the main event for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship, Athena defeated Mercedes Martinez in a fantastic match. Probably one of the best matches I've seen at Honor Club. Uh, this is a rematch from last year's final battle as well. Athena had the match won after hitting the O-Face, but Diamante, who was ringside, jumps on the apron until Athena takes her out. And then someone in a hood comes out at the end and takes out Mercedes with the title just to reveal it was Billy Starks. I had a feeling something was up when Billy didn't come out with Athena. After the match, Starks gets on one knee and presents the title to Athena, who was very happy with this. I still think this is going to lead to a one-on-one match, possibly at Final Battle. We go to MLW Fusion, Mr. St. Laurent, who's not using the name Mr. anymore, so just St. Laurent, which I think is a thumbs down, because how are you going to say MSL if it's not 
the Mister in front of the Saint Laurents. He starts the show announcing that no matter who wins between Chico Fatu and Alice Kane at Fightland, Matt Cardona will be the next one to get the MLW World Title shot at the One Shot Show in December in New York City, and he will change the name from the MLW World Heavyweight Championship to the WTF Linear Legitimate Universally Recognized Heavyweight Championship of the World. Yeah. Mance Warner defeated Talon easily in a bit over a minute after hitting a knee to the face, and they announced that Tony Deppin's suspension has been extended since he called out MLW on Twitter and refusing to pay his fine. St. Laurent bumps to Matt Cardona in the parking lot and gifts him a brand new BMW to celebrate early uh, for him winning the MLW World Championship. We were supposed to get Jacob Fatu versus Mr. Thomas, but we find out that Mr. Thomas was found out in the parking lot taken out. We go backstage to the WTF as St. Laurent and Tom Lawler are talking trash about X Twitter for charging, for setting DMs, and for people saying that Lawler has sold out, and they talk about leading the charge on the rebranding of MLW. Sam Laterna, who was recently uh, given her release from MLW, she asked for the release here, uh, was getting a word with Jacob Fatu talking about his upcoming title match with Alice Kane at Fightland. MSL, or St. Laurent, interrupts and starts talking down to Fatu and dropped the word that Cardona had a new car, as you can see the light bulb form above Fatu's head. The debuting Brett Ryan Gasling, a local wrestler here that I've seen in Northeast Wrestling, defeated Jay Bougie of the Beaumont Fight Club. Bougie gave a real good showing here, but BRG was able to end the match by rolling up Bougie and holding on to the bottom rope for the pen. We see Love Dog was outside camping in a tent, and he was, I guess, waiting for Becca. But he ends up scaring Tiara James as uh, instead, and Tiara screams at him and tells him to stop stalking her. And then Minoru Suzuki shows up and smacks Doug down, as I guess this was part of the tapings where Suzuki had the match for MLW. Alice Kane was walking in the back asking everybody who attacked Mr. Thomas. Uh, then someone tried telling him that it was Jacob Fatu. We then see that MSL paid this guy off to tell Fatu that it was indeed. To tell Kane that it was indeed Fatu. We then later see Fatu and Kane brawling in the back as someone shows both of them footage of Cardona and Lawler, who really attacked Thomas. We have the MLW World Tag Team Championship in a tables match here as Akira and Ricky Shane Page are calling uh, against one called Manders and Matthew Justice of the Second Gear crew. Manders and Justice were attacked by the other goons of the calling before the match even started. Cannonball runs out and gets involved. RSP then goes through a table, followed by Manders going through the other. Uh, Kira and Justice then fought on the top rope, as there's uh, one more fall here, I guess, in this tables match. But they both go through the table, as the referee calls this a no contest. They kept brawling after with the calling, and Mance Warner all getting involved, as security officials try to split them up. Second Gear crew gets on the mic after and puts in a challenge to the calling. But then the show ends with Matt Cardona running to the parking lot to see that Alex Kane... Uh, was in his face and he asked what happened to his car as we see Jacob Fatu is driving off with Cardona's brand new BMW. We go to Woman of Wrestling Superheroes Adriana Gambino defeated Steffi Slays after hitting the Chef's Kiss. Chantilly, Chantilly Shella and Tiki Chamorro defeated the Brat Pack when Shella hit the Coachella Cutter on BK Rhythm for the pen. Candy Crush defeated a debuting Goldie Collins. Collins is from Collins Kennel Club and is nicknamed the Golden Standard. Uh, Collins is a high-end dog trainer and showed off her dog Alexander who David McLean says that he petted but he could never win the Westminster Dog Show because he is not a purebred. What a disgrace. Collins cut a promo before the match saying that's a privilege for everyone to meet her and said that she's already a champion as you hear someone from the crowd screaming you know you're not pretty funny she says i'm goldie collins and this is the best in show during the match goldie yells out dog commands such as roll over and stay very funny here this is definitely brita harrington's favorite wrestler uh if you want to hear more about me and Braden, talk about our love for goldie collins check out my appearance on up next this week 
Um, and as far as I know, Collins is an actress, and this is her first professional matchup, and she looked pretty good in the first match. But Crush stops her with the anchor slam that she now calls the lights out to get the pin. And the main event here for the Women of Wrestling Championship, Princess Aussie versus Tormenta, ended in a no contest. Aussie had the match won after hitting the Aussie splash, but Sofia Lopez had the referee distracted. The entire Fabulous Four comes out and starts attacking both competitors, which stops the match at a no contest. And the Beast comes out and takes out the Fabulous Four, saving Vicky Lynn McCoy until the very end. We go to NWA Power. This is the season premiere coming off of Samhain. Alex Taylor and Carrie Morton of the Southern Six defeated the Heat Seekers after Taylor hit Sigmund with the green whistle for the pin. Maxie Impaler defeated Miss Kate, defending the NWA World's Women Television Championship here. After annihilating her with a huge clothesline, and Sal DePau was on commentary here, hyping up his new stablemate in Max. They announced that Jack Stane will be challenging EC3 for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship at their next set of tapings in Sarasota, Florida, which they're hyping up as a return to the Robarts Arena for the first time in 35 years. Blunt Force Trauma defeated Magic Inc. after Aaron Stevens knocks out Cody James with his loaded glove as damage gets the pen for the win. They're going to take out Cody James after, but CJ comes in and takes out Stevens with a low blow. We had promos from both sets of teams in the King Bees, uh, Charity King and Danny B who are debuting next week, and their opponents Kylie Page and Ella Envy and Pretty Empowered, who are disappointed that the legendary Jazz was the one who recommended the King Bees come to NWA, and now they are going to destroy them in front of Jazz. And in the main event here, Kenzie Page defeated Taylor Rising in a very good non-title match here. I really enjoyed this one, with Page hitting the, Ken- the Kenzie Cutter at the end to get the pen, and then Kenzie now has what she calls the Pretty Security, uh, which is uh, ringside guarding her title. Kenzie went after Rising after the match, but Natalia Markova runs out to save Taylor. NXT level up. Ivy now defeated Valentina Faraz, uh, making her submit to the Dragon Sleeper in her fun match here with two different fighting styles going at it. Miles Bourne defeated Trey Bearhill in only Bearhill's second TV match after losing to Bourne two months ago. Damon Kemp and Drew Gulak get involved on the outside as Bourne uses that distraction to hit a dropkick to get the pen. And in the main event, Oro Mensa defeated Dante Chen in a real good match. Bull comes out towards the end of the match. Uh, Chen had the match won, but Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson ringside help Mensa, who comes right back with the spin in the corner to get the win. And then after the match, you see Boa helping Dante Chen to the back. And as you saw on NXT this week, it looks like Chen has finally succumbed to the dark side to join Boa. And on WWE main event, uh, Blake Howard actually from NXT level up joined Bra- uh, Wade Barrett on commentary here as Byron Saxon was over in Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel. Katana Chance defeated Blair Davenport, making her main event debut. Chance gets to win in a good match after hitting a vicious-looking Heat Seeker pile driver. And then Akira Tozawa, who I feel like is everywhere nowadays, defeated Wesley, who's also making his main event debut. This match was very, very good. Definitely recommend it. Tozawa stops Lee in the corner, followed with a top rope senton for the pen, and they both embraced after the match. That is it for me this week. You guys catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. (laughs) 